your robot lady voice, but it's not good because like, what if I'm trying to secretly record someone? You've just outed me, Zoom. God damn it. Well, I guess it really depends. I mean, some states are like one party recording voice. I think Texas is one of them. We not are. sure about the other one legally. Yes. So just in case all of you are wondering, Texas is a one party state. I looked that up. I know that I've known that for years because I've been secretly <laughs> recording people for years to use as not blackmail. Anyway, welcome. <laughs> anyway, um, what do you have this week, Belmars? What kind of story? Well, I guess it's just been on hiatus so long mm -hmm. and working with the Moderna vaccine, we get a lot of Bayer system. So I don't want to reveal too much of the patients is that is anonymous. A uh, person said that they get oral herpes from the Moderna virus. I mean, not from the, the Moderna virus, but the Moderna vaccine. So stay careful. And I wanted to make them pregnant. Uh, I'm not sure it makes you fertile. Another one say make your boobs bigger. So be careful. I mean, if a virus uh, vaccine for the coronavirus makes your boobs bigger, uh, you're welcome. Exactly. Thanks, Bam. Uh, my story this week is I went to visit my cousin in, um, I'm not going to say where she lives. I went to visit my cousin. What is my, it's too, it, we're filming this very late for us because we're old ladies. Um, <laughs> I went to visit my cousin uh, during like a couple of weekends ago, like, uh, like for the wedding, she's about to get married. Uh, so we had like a little powwow. Um, and her kids came back from doing something else with their aunt. And like, when I tell you that this girl was wild, like I'm used to like the youngest being the wildest, but like right. the, the older girl, like I'm not used to this. So like when I, it was, it was like, I was like, who are you? Like, she literally told me not once, but three times that she had eaten me and <laughs> that I didn't exist anymore. And I was like, if you've eaten me, how can I still be here? And I told her cannibalism is also not acceptable in the United States of America. <laughs> it's against the law. She didn't want to hear that, though. She's like five. So I think cannibalism is okay, but killing someone for the purpose of cannibalism. Well, it depends how you do the legal loophole. So <laughs> you would know that for fuck's sake, Belmars. <laughs> Sorry, Nick Kelly. Just put that out there. Not to be, I'm trying to get this kid to be normal and you're over here giving <laughs> her a green light. No. Or probably become a lawyer or a politician. Whatever. Or she'll be, uh, she'll be out here wild in the jungle trying to eat people. God <laughs> damn it. Anyway, she also almost called the police on me using Alexa Ooh. <laughs> on accident. She's like, Alexa, call the police. And at first I was like, oh, I guess they don't have Alexa. And then she's like, if this is an emergency. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> unplug her. So yeah, five-year-old almost called the police on me and then told me that I didn't exist because she ate me. So that was our hiatus. Welcome back to Confrontational Millennials. We've been gone for a month. It's me, Nikki <laughs> Alley. And it's Bill Mars.
Um, and today, uh, instead of getting in other people's business, we're going to tell you about our own because we minded our own business. Yes. And we are an independently owned podcast. We ran by two people. Yes. So yeah, so life got in the way, exactly. both good and bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're going to tell you all about it. Review style. Yay. Applause track. Yay. You get some sound effects. <laughs> we, we desperately do. We need a sound engineer. God, like I, I'm tired of doing it myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to give you a little review, starting with um, the COVID vaccines that we got, which is the reason why there was not an episode that the week after we stat- went on hiatus. Yep. I got my second shot of Moderna when we first on that weekend. So I was just tired sleeping like 12, 16 hour days for like two, three days. I mean, I didn't know what time it was. I was just tired after getting that shot. Uh, the second one was actually better than the first one. I can at least in my experience. Really? Like most people will say the second one is worse. What happened to you on the first shot? the first shot I like I had like arm pain and chills like all my whole body like soreness I would just ache and I just felt like I was dying like eh eh so I so I just felt like the whole vaccine just traveled through my bloodstream I just felt sore and lazy I just felt all my muscles and bones just felt sore so out of out of five stars, what would you give it? <laughs> I guess three out of five stars, because I'm thinking it is a sucky experience to have. But I guess on the bright side, um, I don't have to worry about COVID until the booster shot. Exactly. So that listen experience with Pfizer. Discla- disclaimer, kids, um, anything we say here about the COVID vaccines, we still want you to get the COVID vaccine because pleasant. <laughs> please go visit CDC.gov for more information about the COVID vaccine. Exactly. Because even though we had like because we had it flip flop. So my first dot shot nothing like just some arm soreness I was like okay okay we're batting a thousand right and I got it on Easter I said the Lord is looking out for me even though I'm not Catholic anymore hey <laughs> but like when I got we got our uh COVID vaccine around the same time I got mine Friday Belmars got hers was it Saturday yeah because I got it a day after yours because yeah. Moderna you have to wait Four weeks versus five is the three weeks. So like at the four week mark, it surprisingly just overlapped with us. So thinking sweet. Yeah. And it was, it was sucky for our friend. Cause she came to visit and she's like, let's hang out. And we were like, we cannot, <laughs> we are getting vaccinated. So I'll tell you this. Um, Friday, I was fine. I got my shot like in the morning. I actually went to the mall which was kind of dumb on my part. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> but like, I went to the mall because I was like, what the fuck else do I have to do? So I went to the mall. I walked around. I was like, look at all these stores I can't afford to shop in because I live near the Galleria. <laughs> and so then I went home and I was fine until about nine o'clock, right when I was about to take a shower. And then I felt some chills and I'm like, I feel it coming. 
<laughs> all right weekend get it i know so i was like let me get in the shower and prepare thyself so i got in the shower i got in my bed i had just eaten like dinner and i was cool and then like at 12 i took did i take nyquil i can't fucking remember but like i took something got in the bed piled all the covers on top of me because i was <laughs> like old bitches i was like oh um and then at 12 35 in the morning I woke up went to the bathroom barely washed my hands and then threw up into the sink Ooh. <laughs> threw up my dinner it was terrible because I had payway and I had the spicy like general so spicy chicken that's terrible oh. coming back oh, up shit. right <laughs> oh god so bad um, but then I went right the fuck back to sleep after I cleaned everything up because who was going to clean up for me? Nobody. I don't live with anyone. So <laughs> I cleaned up. I went back to sleep. I woke up like nine hours later and I was then I proceeded to go to sleep off and on until like I finally gave in and took Dayquil. Dayquil is your friend. Like <laughs> and like my symptoms because I woke up and like I still had chills. I had fever um I was a little I was still kind of nauseous um I had aches and also I was tired as fuck so everything that they list that could happen to you I had it <laughs> but once I took Dayquil I was fine and like I was able to do things like a normal human and so uh one out of if I could give it zero stars I would but if one out of five stars would not recommend as far as uh, symptoms go but I was pretty much fine by Sunday. So still get the vaccine, kids, because just because that happened to me doesn't mean it'll happen to you. Uh, yes. The symptoms are always different for everyone. Other people felt like they were dying their second shot because I can speak for my uh, significant other, Parisian Rip. Uh, he felt like he was dying. He had heart palpitations and all that. And I think he got Pfizer. So thinking, mm -hmm. ouch, that's, yeah. that's nuts. Pfizer was not kind to us, but guess what? I take it to mean that the pain means that I am more immune than the rest of you. Yeah. What <laughs> doesn't kill me make me stronger. That's right. What doesn't kill me literally makes me stronger. Like, bam. <laughs> LOL. Um, so yes, that was a that was a fun time. We were both like on Saturday because we were supposed to meet with our friends Saturday morning. I told her on Friday because we met up. I was like, we're not going to have to be able to do that. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Even if we don't, I'm like, at best, we're probably going to be tired as fuck. And at yeah. worst was me when I didn't even wake up until like almost 11 o'clock in the morning. So <laughs> what a fun time. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um. So what else did we do, uh, Belmars? Let's go over the shows we've watched during our hiatus. Well, I guess shows slash movies. Mm -hmm. uh, one of our friends, Kiwi, recommended me the show The Way of the House Husband. Mm -hmm. So it's on Netflix. I checked it out. It's kind of like an anime. It's kind of hilarious. It's more so like in a more so animated manga style. So Kenzie's like, okay, this seems like a panel off of manga. Mm -hmm. So it's about this man. He it takes place in Japan. He is a former yakuza, mm -hmm. and he's married to a career woman. Mm -hmm. So he decided to give up his way of crime 
to become a house husband. And I think they also have a pet cat. So he cooks and cleans, but also still has his hard Yakuza-isms um, installed in him. So it's kind of hilarious that you're thinking, all right, time to check this out. <laughs> a sale. So it's hilarious. And there's actually a live action version of it uh, where the house husband and the wife have a daughter. So I'm thinking, wait, I'm actually interested in the series. So that's one of the shows I watched. How many stars would you rate it? I want to say four and a half out of five stars. It's a great series. It's wonderful. It's hilarious. If you like anime, you know what you're getting yourself in for. I mean, the blocking um, manga style that it shows may be a bit misleading and sometimes not sure if you'll are sub versus dubs because mm-hmm. certain things don't always translate one-to-one. Mm-hmm. Like one person, like in this one scene, he was talking with his, I guess his in-laws and he was saying like, you know, dogs are pretty smart. Well, the only dog I wanted to do is cut, uh, cut and fry because apparently... I'm assuming in Japan, slang for police is dogs versus in America, we use the word freight, uh, the term pigs to describe po- uh, cops. So they use dogs versus pigs and everything. Interesting. I did not know that. Learning. I love yes. learning. Get it. Okay. Would you recommend that people become a house husband <laughs> if they have been a Yakuza mafia uh, uh, a gang member that has recently been to jail. Yes, if you want to give that life up and your wife is a career woman who sucks at the house duties, then yes, I 100% recommend it. Yes, you hear that? Uh, gang bangers and like cartel members and uh, who want to get out of the lifestyle, you too can be a house husband. Yay! That's fine, the right lady. You just have to have the right lady. That's right. Get it. All right. Uh, I watched the Justice League cartoon. I'm actually still kind of watching it. I'm watching Justice League Unlimited now. But I finished the original cartoon. Um, if you don't oh, know. Oh, the Timbers cartoon? Or is it a different one? The the one, the one. Oh, man. Who who did this one? Hold on. Because yeah. it's like the Timbers. It's like the classic ones that came out in the early 2000s. Yep, that one. Nice. I watched that one because I had watched it when I was a kid and I loved it because I've been obsessed with superheroes since I was a child. Um, so I rewatched that one. And if you don't know, the Justice League is basically about um the trinity which is uh batman superman wonder woman teaming up with technically yeah four other people flash the wally west version nerds will know who i'm talking about uh (laughs) martian manhunter aka jean jones um who's black (laughs) (laughs) who's black nobody argue with me about that um uh the on uh, the other john green lantern the one that black people will argue is the only john green lantern that matters because <laughs> he's again black um hawk girl um uh, an alien who was lucky enough to get to bang green lantern and is that it yes yeah. 
basically you'd be about the seven of them teaming up sometimes all together no batman no i said all of them i thought i forgot batman because like sometimes he pretends like he's not a part of the group is canary part of that or is that justice league unlimited who which one canary black canary black canary is justice league unlimited okay Um, most yeah so the original series mostly focuses on the seven of them um so they team up in various ways to take down various people from aliens like at least like five times to regular schmegular people you know i love like lex luthor and his bald ass scheming ass um and it's a fun time there's magic there's socioeconomic politics that go over children's heads um so it's a good it's a good fun little romp um I would recommend five out of five stars, especially as an adult, because then you'll be all like, oh my God, Bat, like Wonder Bat is the best couple ever in existence. Why is this not a thing that they do more in the live action movies that I don't watch because they're not as good as Marvel. Um, But yes, (laughs) five out of five stars. I would suggest that you all watch the Justice League early 2000s cartoon, Good Times. Yes. And shows another one was Coming to America, the sequel to Coming to America with Eddie Murphy, uh, Arsenio Hall mm-hmm. uh, has like almost a lot of the other ones. So I guess a little fun history about uh, Coming to America. I think it was like one of the earlier films. I think it came out in like the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the earlier Black films with a predominantly Black cast. Yes. So, and I think when he first filmed Coming to America, they said, oh, you can't do an all black cast. You need to at least have one white person. Wrong. (laughs) So, and then they made a sequel to it. So it has like almost everyone that returned, I mean, besides the queen and uh, returning from the original Coming to America. And it's kind of like a take on it. So it's kind of like set in the future. Well, I guess present day Zamunda. So it's hilarious. You can see more of the modern day take on like Zamunda versus like an original coming to America, which mostly just takes place in America. Mm-hmm. So I want to say five out of five, I recommend coming to America if you enjoy the original one or want to see more of Eddie Murphy, I guess, in his prime. Because I guess Eddie Murphy as an actor, he has his high points and his low points yeah. where he does like... Uh, not family safe and then not family safe because i remember when i first saw eddie murphy now i'm just going on tangent uh i see him in his child safe years so as mushu and Mm -hmm. mulan as donkey and daddy daycare dr doolittle nutty professor Mm -hmm. so i always had child safe eddie murphy i didn't go on uh, with eddie murphy making the bad jokes exactly but that man is filthy sometimes yeah so i watched this norbit i mean i let my niece munchie watch norbit sometimes she'll say how are you doing or how are you (laughs) (laughs) yes munchie oh my gosh get it okay does it live up like a lot of people say it doesn't live up to the grandeur of the cultural pillar that is the first coming to america do you think that it lives up 
I think it lives up, but also the market has changed Mm -hmm. considering when coming to America first came out, there's very few like predominantly black casts or romantic comedies. So now I think when I say it's been like 30, 40 years, shit, uh, a long ass time since a long time. Yeah, like I want to say probably like 30 plus years since the original Coming to America came place. And we had multiple predominantly black cast that came out. What we had Blade, we had Black Panther with, you know, predominantly black cast, director, et cetera, et cetera. So now I'm guessing we're, it was the first of its time. Now it's just kind of like oversaturated. And I just think like every generation after that, they keep demanding more. Because I remember I was talking with my father about something and he said, well, how great um, Clint Eastwood was, that he always cast one Black person in his films. But now it's like, great, that's woke for you. But for me, I'm thinking you need to be more than just having one Black person in your film. That's right. Like, wow, you got a token Black person. <laughs> Amazing. Thinking. So I just think I still is pretty funny because he still has the same comedy. Um, so I enjoyed it. I don't think it's bad. The first Coming to America film came out um, June 29th, 1988. So it has been almost 40 years. Hmm. Not quite, though. 19. Yeah, that's. Minus 2021. Yeah, 33 years, actually. Three years. The same age that Jesus was when he died. My brother says that shit all the time. I freaking hate him. I'm like, where did you get 33 from? He doesn't know. But anyway. And that's also the same number of buttons that priests wear on their thing, 33. Oh, maybe that's where he got that from. Anyway, the same age that Jesus was when he died. Amazing. They did this on purpose because the black people love Jesus. Amen to the church. Um, <laughs> I watched... Um, I watched a lot of, I'm looking at my list and I realized I watched a lot of DC related things. In my so life. some of you've been fucking um, uh, binging HBO Max. Yes. DC Nation shut down. Exactly. Um, so I watched the Suicide Squad movie. Um, a quick synopsis for you girls. They take every single C-list um bad guy except harley quinn in the batman rogues gallery and they threw them together with powerhouse viola davis as amanda waller leading the charge and so they said you've never heard of this person so we can do whatever the fuck we want (laughs) it stars willard smith as uh as a dead shot uh oh yeah who is not uh deadpool or death stroke so yeah you remember that uh you want to be nerds he is <laughs> he's lawson okay not uh slayed all right yeah and if you watch the teen titans cartoon you would know that i'm just kidding <laughs> anyway he plays dead shot who is almost a perfect shot uh which is why he calls he's called dead shot we have him we have um what the fuck is her name who plays Harley Quinn? Uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yes, Daddy's little a uh, sucker punch or whatever that freaking shirt said in the movie. <laughs> um, we have Jared Leto as uh, a Joker for ten minutes in the movie. Um, we have uh, who else? Jai Courtney as a man who throws boomerangs. 
Um, we have a man whose name I really want to remember because he was so underutilized as a flamethrower, a human flamethrower, but it's not the human torch. And wait, who else? There were so many people in this movie. The crocodile, who is basically a black caricature. Um, oh no, I'm forgetting somebody. Somebody who was thrown in, who can basically climb walls. I don't remember that man's name either. Um, and then uh, Amanda Waller's bitch, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, this is like the is this the 2021 suicide squad or the 2016 one wait there's a 20 to, oh, 21 suicide squad the fuck yeah let's see it's an upcoming one okay season see suicide squad. <laughs> it's oh, it supposed to be a standalone sequel i guess it's not sure when it's coming out oh it's supposed to be coming out august 6 2021 in the u.s so never okay. mind Oh, you're talking about 2061. I remember when it came out and the controversy behind Jared Leto doing weird shit with his co-stars. I like- mean, yes. Like, he is so freaking weird. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah, I forgot Cara Delevingne. I wanted to forget Cara Delevingne so badly <laughs> that I literally left her out because she is the worst antagonist I've ever seen in my life. Um, And is that it? Wait, who the frick is Tom Hardy in this one? See. Wait a second. Oh, Jay Hernandez as El Diablo. Yes, he's El Diablo, who literally doesn't do anything until the end of the movie. Uh, See, Adele and Anone. Oh, that's right. Karen. As Waylon Jones, a killer croc. Mm-hmm. Karen Fukuhara as Katana, who was also just kind of thrown in and is like the one person who's not a bad guy. Adam Beach as Slipknot, who literally is only in the movie for less time than Jared Leto, which doesn't make any sense. They literally threw him in there and then they killed him off like maybe like seven minutes later. I'm like, why was he here? <laughs> and um, no, that is it from all of, that's the only people that matter. Yeah. Oh, and Griggs, that man, Ike Barinholtz is Griggs. He's like a man who also is Jared Leto's bitch. <laughs> so there's a lot of people who's acting as people's bitch in this like movie keep up. Okay. Um, Common was in here. Where was Common? Anyway, let me stop looking at this because it makes me upset. Anyway, what, Wikipedia. <laughs> I was like, Common, where was Common? Uh, oh, also Batman is in here, uh, Ben Affleck, but also he's in here for six minutes. There was a lot of people who were just shoehorned in this movie that really upset me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I would give this two out of five stars because it just felt like they wasted source material. Suicide Squad is an actual thing in the comics, but instead of coming up with a plot that made sense, <laughs> they basically were like, Cara Delevingne, you're pretty do a whole bunch of weird like belly dancing salsa movements <laughs> that offend everyone and um make a giant sky beam which is like a go-to superhero trope just a sky yeah. beam and a whole bunch of trash and a whole bunch of faceless goons and also make the black person the actual antagonist because we can't have Cara Delevingne be the actual antagonist <laughs> So wait, yeah, I think with Suicide Squad, if I remember correctly, is that they wanted to make it a serious, gritty one. But then around the same time, 
uh, Gardens of the Galaxy also came out. So I'm thinking, maybe should we shoot this and make it a comedy film? Just thinking, no, just keep it with the serious second shit. And of course, the difference between the Harley Quinn one, the Birds of Prey one, mm-hmm. how she changed her look with the male and female gaze. And mm-hmm. that's another tangent. <laughs> yeah, which I will get on when I get to that one because <laughs> I also watched that. But like, yes, like it, listen, don't watch this movie. Don't watch it. I mean, you watch it like if you want to watch Willard carry an entire cast through a movie with his signature sassy, like, I'm better than all of you bitches attitude. And also you want to watch Viola Davis be fucking awesome because why wouldn't she be good at being a hard ass black woman? Of course. But like- Yeah, the role almost went to Oprah too, so. Exactly. I mean, but I feel like Viola like killed that shit. So if you want to watch Willard and Viola give great performances with the very (laughs) shitty material they were given, then you should watch this movie. But if you don't, then don't. Well, I love Will Smith and everything he does. Like I even like Wild Wild West. Why people say, oh, there's a crappy movie. I'm thinking that's a good movie. And I still like the song, Wicked Wild, Wicked Wild Wild West. Jim West, Desperado, Buff Rider. No, you don't want nada. Plus, his rap is easier to rap to than any other rapper because I, I live the suburban life. <laughs> Me too, girl. Like, just take what you are and own it. Um, yeah, so. Where is the, where was the man who played? They don't even list him on here. <laughs> the actual protagonist. Is he Alan? Is is? Is he Incubus? Is that what that is? I guess. Alan Shinone. Whatever. Essentially, they make this black man the villain. And I'm upset about that as well. Because why couldn't Cara Delevingne be the villain? No, she had to be possessed. God damn it. Like, why couldn't you just have Enchantress be Enchantress and then kill her? It had to be the black man's fault. Fine. Um, Anyway. Yeah, I also been trying to catch up on Castlevania. I'm also need to like catch up on a lot of fucking series. I'm on, I'm almost done with season three. I mean, yeah, season three about to jump on season four. It's actually pretty good based on the characters of the game, but mm-hmm. they have all of them. Uh, I'm also need to catch up on Big Mouth. I fucking love that series. It's hilarious. I'm so behind, um, and it's also relatable too. Yeah. In many different ways. I mean, it could probably change a little bit. Like, I guess a spoiler with the series I'm looking off with Missy, when she like kind of went off on her white mama for a teacher not to, for her not talking about how she doesn't know how to do her hair. Cause you know, black hair and white hair is a little bit differently. And especially for biracial, you need to learn how to do black hair. And thinking mom went off and also stay away from our man thinking, okay, that's a little bit too far in my book. Cause me personally, I really don't care. I mean, as long as you're not doing it just to spite people like, okay, if like, if a black dude dates a white girl, I'm thinking, okay, have fun, whatever. You just say, oh, I prefer white girls because black girls are too much. I'm thinking that's when that draws a line, in my opinion. Exactly. It's it, for women and men. Red yeah. flag number one. If anybody says, oh, I only date, fill in the blank, why? Especially when it comes to black women. Like, the, if a white dude ever tells you I only date black women, side eye the fuck out of him. <laughs> why sir (laughs) like the preference a cultural thing listen if anybody ever says only 
in front of a race of people, that's this sus. Yeah. Sus. Sus. Anyway. But yes, Castlevania. What what would you give it? How many stars? I want to say it's five out of five because it is a gory series. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I mean, season three kind of moves a little bit slow for like the B plot for, I guess, Alucard. But I'm just thinking there's a lot more I heard in season four. So I think it's a great series if you don't mind blood, gore, cursing, uh, some nudity. Yeah. Butt cheeks. Butt cheeks yeah anyway that was that was grody <laughs> <I'm stupid. laughs> yes watch castlevania um all right speaking of dc movies this one was a little better harley quinn i watched harley no it's birds of prey technically Ooh. and the emancipation of harley quinn that's what it's so it's a birds of prey movie harley quinn movie both or it's kind of like you know dc movies with uh, Batman v Superman, Donna Justin were struggling with an ID- identity. It is because for the first half of a movie, it's a Harley Quinn movie. Actually, I can't even say the first half. I can say three fourths of the movie is a Harley <laughs> Quinn movie. And then the last one fourth is a rushed battle between a, like four people who are like, wait, really? Y'all are team? No, not even for five people who team up at the last minute to take out a man who may be a psychopath <laughs> and probably has issues and also is has homoerotic undertones with his underling i'm not really sure quick synopsis for you girls harley quinn breaks up with joker finally and <laughs> destroys a whole entire like freaking she blows up like some building or whatever to basically let everybody know we are not together. Like a Taylor Swift song, which would have been more effective. Getting back together. I never ever. I love T Swift. Right. You know, she has some bops anyway. So that happens at the same time. uh, uh, Journey Smollett as a, uh, black canary who barely uses her black canary powers and when i mean barely <laughs> she only uses it once um <laughs> canary cry once there's only the canary cry only once at the end um even though she could have been taking bitches down with that shit the whole movie anyway so she is working for black mask he's doing something bad he wants a diamond for some reason which connects with uh see this plot is very forgettable it connects with helena the um huntress um and so she's after him to kill him because revenge um and also there's a jaded cop who got who you feel the most related to because she got her promotion like snatched up from under her by a man who basically got to be commissioner off of her hard work. And you're like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> so like sh- the, the cop, Helena, uh, Huntress, uh, rather, Black Canary, a child who's a pickpocket, <laughs> name I can't remember, Cassie? Yeah, they're trying to kill this kid. And Harley Quinn all band together at the end of the movie to kill Black Mask, so that he will not kill Cassie Kane, even though that's what Harley Quinn was trying to do to get the diamond out from her 
because she ate it after she picked somebody's pocket for it i don't know like basically they were waiting for her to shit it out and she was taking a very long time to shit it out like that's all i have to say well could Um, give her like i don't know like fiber or beans or they tried and this girl was just being shy i guess i don't know like (laughs) but anyway finally they managed to kill him obviously and also the psychopath man that was working with him i can't remember his name but he the actor was a doctor in the mindy project and the whole entire time i was all like you went from mindy to homoerotic undertones with this psychopath you can do better (laughs) uh anyway i would recommend that i would give it a half a more star than suicide squad only because female power and journey smollett that's it (laughs) nothing else oh also the actress who played uh uh flowers god what's her name uh from scott pilgrim versus the world uh her last name's flowers god damn it but yes she was in she's she's huntress and we like her she was actually a little funny in this can't remember played by mary elizabeth winstead yeah her I can't remember her actual name in the movie, but you're like, yes, we root for you flowers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a good time. Female empowerment. All right. What else did you watch? I also watched crime scene, the dancing at the Cease hotel. And this is a robbery. Both of them. I do like true crime, but I don't always like murder. So I'm just going to start with the murder one first. The crime scene, the vanity at the Cecil Hotel. I mean, going into it, I did heard about it, about the mis- disappearing case of an uh, Asian-Canadian ca- woman named Eliza Lamb. Mm-hmm. She decided, I'm going to go to America, and I'm going to travel cheaply by calling my parents every day. And then she just stopped calling her parents. So that okay, this is really weird, especially for her. And that okay, she didn't check out. I mean, their stuff is there, but she didn't check out. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at all this other stuff, and then we got the camera footage because one of the most famous camera footage is actually from her in the elevator where she just jumps out, jumps back in, starts waving her hands back and forth. You can find it on YouTube, and a lot of people like to theorize what's going on. So then they, and then for a while after she disappeared they realized the water in this hotel started going a little bit weird it turns brown so then when they opened the water container because it's hard to uh, open the water container they found her new bloated body in one of the water containers in the Cecil hotel so which kind of goes back to that i also talked about other travelers go there and this is a robbery is mostly a, uh, about a bunch of people start stealing this artwork from this museum, I want to say in Connecticut. I only watched a couple episodes, so I still need to commit to it because I like to sample my shit versus just sit down, just watch everything all the way through. Exactly. So. Star ratings. What would you give Crime Scene? Yeah, I think it's also you have to be in a mood to watch it. Yeah. So make sure it depends if you just want to like, okay, I want something in the background while I go diddle on the computer versus I'm seriously going to watch this. I want to say I want to give it a four and a half out of five for both of them because okay. both of them are very intriguing. It, it depends if you like true crime or not. Same thing with the Night Stalker documentary, how they catch Richard Ramirez. Um, after watching that documentary about the Night Stalker, I felt very uncomfortable because it just does like close up on his 
super duper black eyes. I mean, it's not like I'm haunted by it. It's more so it just made me very, very uncomfortable. Because you can sense the madness. <laughs> yeah, like his black, lifeless eyes and just zooming up on thinking. It's like nine o'clock at night. I want to see that creepy man's face that murdered people and raped kids. But yet also there's he got like fucking fangirls and thinking people love bad boys. I'm thinking this man wants to kill you. Why are you sending a tip us picture? And this one stalker who was crazy with Richard Ramirez would send him crazy things, like send him underwear. I think they got married, but then she got divorced when he realized a case that he molested a six-year-old girl came back to be positive. So he's like, I'm leaving you for hurting kids, but thinking this man murdered people. You draw the line. That's where you draw the line, madam. Listen, okay, there's a, I think we've talked about this before, but like there is a clear distinction between a bad boy, quote unquote, and a mass murderer. Okay, kids? Like you need to know the difference. Yes, a serial killer. Like, like a bad boy is just somebody who maybe smokes and drinks underage and has like daddy issues (laughs) and or mommy issues or something. Like they don't talk to their parents. Okay. A serial killer, like if somebody, came up to you and you found out that they may have molested a six-year-old don't get in a relationship with them <laughs> yeah but she got in a relationship with like oh he murdered people he just misunderstood no no You're, girl he's not a k-pop idol right like this is not like it's not like we're talking about i don't know like a kid who went to juvie or something like a man who went to juvie one time because he i don't know like carved in a desk we're talking about somebody who murdered people all right there's a difference yeah but but he came back when he actually molested people because they didn't charge him that in the case because they realized they don't want to put the little girl on stand and put her through that but yeah molesting kids is where you draw the line but murdering and molesting people it's fine bitch you crazy bitch get help both of you get (laughs) help that's what you need okay my god anyway (laughs) <laughs> i watched this is the last dc film i watched i watched the Zack snyder cut of justice league and i like did not watch the actual justice league for fun like fun fact i never watched the actual <laughs> oh i watched it and i watched a little bit of the snyder cut because it's uh-huh. popping in and popping out but i realized the snyder cut does a lot more justice like same thing with the snyder cut or the extended edition for Batman v Superman, because they kind of like fill in those gaps. I'm thinking, okay, why they want to fight each other? I'm thinking, okay, it makes sense that, okay, they did more investigation into each other and like in the Batman v Superman extended uh, director's cut. Exactly, yes. But as a synopsis for you girls, um, Batman is trying to put together a team, a team of people he saw on camera one time. (laughs) So there's a flash the Barry Allen version, not the Wally West version. Um, There's Cyborg, who is the best part of this fucking movie, okay? The fact that I heard about Ray Fisher having problems with Joss Whedon, fuck Joss Whedon. (laughs) (laughs) Gal Gadot, who he already met in Batman v Superman, so whatever, Um, who is also Wonder Woman, that's her name, God damn it. Um, But she's very Gal Gadot-ish. Uh, Aquaman, who is a brooding loner, who just goes to like weird like islands where like he has a cult. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and is that everybody? Oh, you already mentioned Cyborg. Yes, Cyborg. Uh, Cyborg. 
uh, cyborg. I keep saying cyborg because he's all that mad. I mean, he was a teenager trying to do normal things, and his dad's like, "I won't let you die, son." Listen, uh, what what an emotional. That was literally the only thing that kept me hooked to this story. Like, I won't say it was bad, but like nobody else had as much heart. I was like, every time we veered away from cyborg, I'm like, why go back to cyborg? Um, but yes, Batman is trying to put together a team that does not want to be together, but they eventually agree because like, you know, Steppenwolf and his like his boot licking ass (laughs) wants the approval of big daddy dark side. So he decides that he's going to kill the earth with the mother box, (laughs) a weird piece of technology that can destroy everything. Um, and so he proceeds to try to do that for like the entirety of the movie while also talking to Dasad and not actually Darkseid in a weird like metal thing. Um, and then when they finally have their big fight, Darkseid does nothing. What the fuck, Darkseid? <laughs> I wanted to see a fight between Omega Bean ass Darkseid and Superman, but I didn't. But that's okay. And then it fast forwards at the end, like Martian Manhunter like shows up for no reason. I don't know why he's there, but I'm like, where were you, damn it? Like, why are you shape-shifting into old ladies instead of helping? <laughs> what the fuck? And then, Came in all late. Yes. And then it jumps forward to the future where it, the Injustice plot line, um, spoilers, the Injustice plot line is a kind of briefly shown. And also joker and batman have a conversation that's really unsettling luthor's there slade shows up a lot of people show up at the end and like i'm like y'all are clearly setting up for a sequel but will there be one i don't know (laughs) i wish they did the fucking luthor better yeah jesse eisenberg should not be he's very cartoonish and like no (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking this is more so like the Joker-ish. I mean, yeah. with his Lex Luthor, because I'm thinking when I think of Lex Luthor, possibly young, charismatic, almost everything uh, Superman is not. Exactly. Because like Luthor at one point, spoiler, is like president in the comics. Um, and you can't be president if you're goofy as fuck. Because if you could, I would be president, God damn it. Like, <laughs> <help for me. laughs> but like, yeah, no, Jesse Eisenberg. But I will say best performances. Obviously, Ray Fisher. Love that man. Ray yeah. Fisher's daddy. I can't remember his name in the <laughs> in the movie, but he's great. Um, who else did a good job? Uh, Noah? Ray Fisher's mama, even though she's only in the movie for 10 minutes. Amazing. Um uh, yeah, I'm thinking uh, Jason Momoa is always good because I love Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, y'all he, think he's a joke. <laughs> yeah, they thought, okay, they made like a bunch of Aquaman, like, who's going to talk about fit? I'm thinking, no. In fact, he probably has the happiest ending of any superhero. Both his parents get back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he becomes king. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what happens if, if we watch Black Panther instead and Killmonger's actually the hero versus the villain. Exactly. 
it's a it's a fun time. Y'all can make fun of uh y'all can make fun of J- uh Jason Momoa's Aquaman all you want, but first of all, that man is hot as fuck, and second of all, <laughs> much hotter than you. And second of all, he gets a hot fine ass wife, even though that actress in the movie is terrible. Um, <laughs> in real life, she's a terrible person. Yeah. We don't like that bitch. Um, and he has a son. So ha. <laughs> take that bitches um but yes i would give the Zack snyder cut of justice league three and a half stars out of five because ray fisher literally cyborg (laughs) best part of it also i thought like flash was kind of funny in like a weird like awkward ass sort of way like we would be friends like i feel like flash and i would be friends and that's it um when i wasn't watching dc ass shit i was watching a whole bunch of weird romantic shit Ooh. <laughs> on netflix so i'm just gonna quickly go through too hot to handle the wedding coach and dating around before we get to the things we both watch um so too hot to handle synopsis a whole bunch of uh what's the word i'm looking for attractive people traditionally attractive people are dumped on an island uh and told that they cannot touch each other whatsoever for a month um which (laughs) basically just shows you how little like self-restraint hot people have uh (laughs) where they are teased constantly with the idea of touching each other basically basically from the direction of like other people um and like each week like they lose money because they're awful and they can't stop touching each other essentially you're just watching hot people have hot people problems um (laughs) i would give it like because it was funny only because it was funny like four out of five stars like i didn't care for literally any people on the island i thought they were all pretentious as fuck Um, because they were hot and they knew they were hot um but the host and the weird robot lady voice that they use for the on the island were funny so i will give it a four out of five stars Um, yeah it's good i actually like trash tv mm -hmm. i mean one of my other ones that's called guilty pleasure is catfish and 16 and pregnant get it um i mean i try not to watch it because you know they went through a whole time when they went in quarantine you know i think i just want to skip those episodes not because they're bad but they just kind of remind me when they're just all locked down yeah i don't want to be reminded of real life i use this to escape (laughs) <laughs> yeah and also 16 and prayer i'm thinking man being young and having a child so fucking hard right like that's why every time somebody asks me when i'm gonna settle down and have a kid i'm like listen we're in uh 2021 of the lord's years i don't have to prolong my legacy anymore because i'm gonna die at 30 okay i'm gonna have <laughs> kids after 30 because why the fuck not i'm trying to enjoy myself yes <laughs> And also, they also exaggerated women's fertility as well. Yeah. Like, girls, I want to tell you, girls, you will not get pregnant on the first time, even if you do, like most of y'all probably will not get pregnant on the first time, (laughs) even if you do unsafe sex, even if you have unsafe sex. I promise you. (laughs) I promise you. Anyway. Hell, hell, um, fertile. That's right. Nobody, most people are not that hella fertile. Um, I also watched The Wedding Coach, which is where 
comedian. Fuck, what's her name? Uh, she's like a Amy Schumer. It is not Amy Schumer, surprisingly. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is not. It is another white woman who, by the name of, wait, Google's loading. Google is loading. Hold on. Uh, oh, fuck. Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee uh, basically encourages couples to chill the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> like she comes in and she's like, you need the romance to be alive again. Or she tells him, you're doing way too fucking much. <laughs> Take some shit out. <laughs> and they do that. Yay. See? Yeah. So she invites like other com- comic relief characters every week to help them with specific problems from writing a uh, a wedding speech to telling one of your friends they cannot be the maid of honor. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, that yeah, that can of worms, which I'm pretty sure they edited a lot so that it wouldn't because it was between two black girls. And I know one of them was in their fifis. So <laughs> So lots of editing, but it was pretty good if like you want a show where you don't have to pay that much attention and uh, you wonder at the fact that people are so last minute on weddings. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> it's like a Vegas wedding. I mean, shit, no. I might consider a Vegas wedding. I still have to tell my partner that, no, we're not going to do a Taco Bell wedding in Las Vegas the fuck listen my dad will throw a fit (laughs) (laughs) fuck does this boy think he is trying to marry bell mars in vegas i mean his mom is supportive of the geeky don't encourage your son like great and i can be a sauce packet (laughs) no i said engagement yes at most wedding probably not exactly i'm not even that big on taco bell exactly the fuck does taco bell have to offer um but I would give the wedding coach three stars out of five because it's great TV where you don't have to pay that much attention. And it's kind of funny. Um, so if you want TV where you don't have to pay attention, this is the show for you. <laughs> Sweet. Yes. And last but not least, I watch Dating Around which I did not even know how to say. I watched the first season and then I went back to it and I was like, there's two seasons of this shit. So I watched the other season. (laughs) Dating around as a quick synopsis is when they take one person and they have them go on like six dates um, with people at the same place in the same outfit for consistency. (laughs) um and like speed dating or like not speed dating no um they seem to have a whole entire night together i don't know um and they're clearly different nights because on for instance on one night a lady went out with a white guy and it started raining but on the other nights it did not rain with her other dates so take that as you will but essentially it just shows how fucking awful dating is yay (laughs) in which um these people go on a date with six people and then choose one to go on a second date with yay um but yes it featured it is very inclusive though i will say that and it takes place in different cities um which is nice 
um there was a there's been a couple of episodes with lesbians gay people sweet gay people gay people just looking general um and bisexual people yay Yay. more options more options uh but i would give it a a four out of five stars only because like it looks I mean, obviously it's dramatized a little bit, but that is pretty much how dating fucking works in today's society. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to meet people, especially hey. for dating wise, to go through the bad ones. I know. Yeah, you got to kiss a whole lot of frogs before you get to a frog that you don't mind kissing, <laughs> which is essentially the premise of this show. So, yes. That was a fun time in the shows that we watched. We both watched a show called Marriage versus or Mortgage. Um, Belmars, would you like to give a synopsis or would you want me to? Yes. So it takes place in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. Where it's a different couple. So it's ran by these two people. One of them is a real estate uh agent a realtor a realtor yes real estate person well we have realtor and another one is a wedding planner so then they get these couples where they decide okay do we want to get married we can either spend like our this amount of money on a wedding or we can use it as a down payment for a house so the each two people i guess it's kind of like a love or list type situation thinking okay or maybe bring you over to my side bring you over to a different side and it's like different couples require different things Mm -hmm. um and i guess for like i remember one episode they had like an elderly uh lesbian couple Mm -hmm. we're thinking we've been together so we should probably just do a they chose i'm not gonna spoil it but yeah we're it makes sense for certain couples where it's like okay we've been together for a long time we either move to move uh either get a big gay house or get a big gay wedding so and we can probably and the big gay wedding has to be large enough to include the whole community because one of them is like the pastor of a church yes she is a inclusive church so everybody can feel loved i wouldn't Um, mind to go to that church exactly that's when that's how you know that the lord loves you okay when they include everybody like thank god for fuck's sake anyway uh, all god's creatures we're all god's creatures um but yes if you like love it or list it but you said to yourself what if one of the options was wedding then this is for you (laughs) oh and some of the options don't make sense some of the choices also don't make sense some of the things that people want also are fucking weird like one of the couples the man really wanted a big shower for no feasible reason <laughs> oh was that the one where that was an athlete because he likes to like sit and like do he likes to in do the fucking shower in the fucking shower and i said you just worked out why are you still stretching in the shower <laughs> i guess you want to stretch because you know after like stretching out your muscles because i'm guessing i guess he does like a lot of rigorous i forgot what athlete he is yes like track runner or football or basketball yeah, he does. I guess I guess after the rigorous exercise, I guess you want to just want to stretch and do like yoga in the shower, like hot yoga. You have to do yoga in the shower. You could do yoga on dry land, not in the shower. <laughs> but hot yoga. There's go. You're not like yoga shower. I mean, why not? 
No. You cat yoga. No. Fuck that. Why the fuck are you doing yoga like downward dog in the fucking shower? Just take Maybe a shower. Maybe you want the downward dog to clean out your butt cheeks. You can you can do that in a regular size shower. Yeah, but he's also a tall dude, I think. Don't give him excuses. He wasn't that tall. He was the <laughs> average size of a man. <laughs> Six feet. And of course, I of course I'm biased. I almost like we go for mortgage. Yes. Um and thinking, okay, move our tiny ass apartment, we'll give him something bigger. Since it takes place in Nashville, I would love to see another season. Maybe go to other big cities like mm-hmm. Houston, where uh apartments are a little bit more affordable than Nashville. Yeah. And the market's coming up. Austin, I heard it's horrible because of goddamn Republican California is coming over here. Damn them. <laughs> Californians kind of California up my Texas that's right um but yeah I would give the series um about three out of five stars you don't have to think too hard you just have to yell at the tv when the couple makes a dumb decision yeah so if you enjoy like love it or list it I think it's a show for you it's I guess it's good for like background noise just peeking thinking okay it's like, oh, okay, they want a popcorn factory at their wedding? Okay. Yeah, like, yeah another fuck? one, I think she wanted like a uh, blue cheese or either like a ranch fountain. Yes, and I said, girl, why? <laughs> I mean, if you really love ranch or blue cheese, that's great for you. I mean, I guess you can put it on vegetables. You can put it on like she put buffalo it on wings. Every fucking thing. And I said, girl, that's nasty anyway but hey i'm not here to kink shame if you like ranch get you a ranch fountain i mean unless you decided just make it cheap and just elope and then we just buy the house listen i would love it if a person proposed to me with a house they're like hey girl like just like that like justin timberlake every time he does the dick in a box song hey girl (laughs) (laughs) i think that's also how bill clinton proposed to hillary clinton with a house Nothing dig in the box. Maybe, but maybe a dick in the box in the house. Okay, I'll give it to one of my interns. Jesus Christ. You know what? Still get a kick out of it. That's right. He said, I can redo this proposal. <laughs> LOL. Mm-hmm. Um, we also watch Handmaid's Tale, but I am behind in that I have not watched any episodes of this season. Okay, so I won't spoil it, but yeah. Um, the Handmaid's Tale for those who haven't watched is actually based on the book by Margaret Atwood Indeed. of the same name. It does deviate on certain parts, yes. um, which is what so, you have to do when you adapt a book into a television show. So, yeah, it's a little yeah. bit different. I'm not sure if they're going to do like her newer book, The Testaments, or not. Mm. Um, so because I actually been following this one Reddit, like there's two Reddits for Handmaid's Tale. There's the Handmaid's Tale. But I'm guess people are a little bit too vengeful for uh, Serena Joy thinking. I hope she gets raped. Ha 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 ha. But I'm thinking, God damn. And there's another one which I recommend. But do they? If you don't care about spoilers, it's Coconut and Treason, mm-hmm. which is, it does talk about spoilers, but also talks about the book too. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I also like watch different YouTubers analyze The Handmaid's Tale. Like one of them was like a Black Canadian, mm-hmm. so it practically just like. Um, uh, slavery except with white women. <laughs> That's right, which is why it's a fucking problem in the in the move in 
the in the television show, the only yeah. reason why they acted was because it was white women. Yeah, and June gets a lot of black people killed, especially that black yeah. Martha. Like your daughter who's biracial gonna need someone to do her hair. And I'm pretty sure the fucking white people in charge. Uh, I think also in the books, I think most of the Marthas are like predominantly black or people of color, but that yeah, because but, they want us in the kitchen. Yeah. And on top of that, I think they also, it's more so that white people birth rates were down, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking in the show, it's a little bit more colorblind. It's more diversified. Just, the torture is for everyone. Yes. <laughs> There's some black commanders, so. Yeah. There are, which begs the question, why would you be a race traitor this way? <laughs> How could you? <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so, yes, The Handmaid's Tale, dystopian. Um, women are being oppressed, as they are now. And... <laughs> but not as bad, but there is, like, because uh, Margaret Atwood said, if it didn't happen, she anything that happened in Handmaid's Tale actually happening around the world or in some shape or form in the past or present, kind of like this, like, child marriage yep. or, like, uh, like this, because I remember on Coconuts and Treason, mm-hmm. uh, they talk about this one story, I want to say it's an African country, I want to say Zimbabwe, I forgot which one, where it's a 15-year-old who married an older guy, she, he didn't get her, so he paid someone else to have sex with his wife, so practically raped this young girl mm-hmm. so she will have children because I guess he all he cared about is a child versus who's biologically who's the kid so right and a lot of people say it's a little bit better since Trump didn't get re-election so because yeah. I don't want to like live under Mike Pence yeah no and, like, I don't need a handmaid or I don't want to be a handmaid and then like they're gonna call us mother on top of that like all the men are just gonna call their wise mother that's gonna be fucking weird um i mean i'm pretty sure trump will have a good kick at jezebel's i bet he will as well like anyway but yes five out of five stars is a fucking good show uh because it's scary as fuck <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of people also don't mention the fact that elizabeth moss the one that plays june is also a scientologist but I hope she doesn't realize like cult thinking between the two, but yeah, exactly. You know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, the woman who plays, who she was Pusey on Black, the Orange is the New Black. I can't remember her name, but she's great. Um, hold on, The Handmaid's Tale. Help me, uh, uh, Google. Uh, What's her name? God damn it! Why doesn't it have her on here? Oops, I can't type cast i love how it's like what is the main idea of handmaid's tale somebody had to write a book <laughs> i had to write a book report samira wiley haha <laughs> yes i love her she's great mm. yes she's very good also Anne dowd is amazing fucking awesome uh, it's an all-star crew it is a cast what i mean uh, good crew and cast i listen amazing um anyway uh, yes, watch Handmaid's Tale. Five out of five stars if you want to be afraid for our future. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, let's move on. Um, we're going to go into, I'm going to quickly go over the books I've read because I don't know. Belmars, have you read any books? 
I have not. I've been horrible about not reading. I have read some self-insert fan fictions on uh, Tumblr. On Tumblr? I what? Tumblr? I didn't know Tumblr still existed. I mean, Tumblr does exist. It doesn't do porn anymore. It's like, but then what is the point of it? <laughs> What's the point of a Tumblr without porn? I guess Twitter does porn now. So what? what yeah, we- I used to like when I was hardcore in my Tumblr, I was like hardcore social justice warrior too. I like, I always get like random porn people. I'm thinking, I don't even post anything besides like my cosplay, but they're not even that sexy. They said it doesn't matter. Skin. <laughs> bruh um so i'll quickly go through the books i've read i've read children of blood and bone children of virtue and vengeance which is the sequel to children of blood and bone and one to watch um i'm actually in the middle of one to watch and technically i haven't finished children of virtue and vengeance but it doesn't matter i'm gonna give you a review anyway so I'm pretty sure I talked about Children of Blood and Bone on here, but I will say it again because that woman deserves all the roses. Yes, I love her. I love this book. Um, So basically, if you want a chosen one story, but black, then this is the book for you. Um, If you need an alternate to Harry Potter. Exactly, because J.K. Rowling is problematic yes um, as they call her a turf a trans exclusionary radical feminist indeed and we don't like turfs here but children of blood and bone uh, in a quick synopsis essentially has our main character zelly which i hope i'm saying that right um because everything is based around yoruba the uh language of nigeria i believe mm. um yes and so they do cast spells in yoruba um uh, all sorts of things so basically zelly is working to get magic back into the uh the continent after it had been essentially gone for years after a mass genocide from Mm. the kingdom of all magic uners which are called diviner no diviners are the young children the magi yes i think that's what they're called um but yes it's her search or it's her quest with her her brother and uh uh escape What's the word I'm looking for? Um, a deserter of the throne, a deserter princess to find magic again and bring it back. Um, and in the along the way, of course, there's an enemies to lovers trope because everybody loves that shit. Um, and also a friends to lovers trope because everybody loves that shit. Exactly, um, you need a base. That's you right. Need a relationship, ship it, ship it. But no relationship will be stronger than the relationship between the main character, Zelly, and the other main character, Amari, who are the best not lesbian couple ever. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll ship it. Ship it. Anyway, um, but yeah, if you like Chosen One Stories, you like magic, and you like Black people, then you should read the book um children of virtue and vengeance is a sequel to that book um i won't spoil i can't really talk about it because it's gonna spoil the book 
the first book but it's also good um some people make some characters like come back from the sunken place um (laughs) uh there's a lot of but there's a lot of moping which is essentially what all sequels do like like there's a downhill and there's lots of moping and you're like the get back up on your feet damn it Um, (laughs) and yeah um so it's good. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a third one. I don't know when it's coming out, but we shall see. So if you want Black people and magic and also learning about Nigerian culture, then this is the series for you. Uh, five out of five stars. <laughs> um, the other book I'm reading is One to Watch. Um, it is not about Black people. But it's more than I read. Listen, it's still a book and it's still a fun time. Um, so a basic synopsis of that is a a uh, a fashion blogger who just happens to be fat <laughs> uh, makes a, sends out a tweet um, about a show that pretty much is The Bachelor, but it's called Man Squeeze. In this book, um, she basically makes a tweet about how everybody on the bachelor slash main squeeze the 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 bachelor slash bachelorette is always right. the same skinny ass white person or skinny ass person of color occasionally um and so she's like where is the diversity and they said okay we're gonna fire the person who does who runs the show and hire someone new and you are gonna be the main squeeze so basically it's about her run on this show like battling people who have fat phobia like trying to get over her own internalized issues with her weight like even though she thought she had hurdled this like when she got into fashion but is really about control over your own image and like basically only caring about your own validation instead of other people's validation. So um, I'm not quite finished with it yet. I'm like halfway through. It's pretty good, even though I feel like there's... I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and act like fat phobia is not a thing. Like people will like, will shit on Lizzo, even though like Lizzo fine as fuck, you know, you mad, you just mad because she's like out here doing, living her life. She's living her best life and she don't care back and forth with you. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, but like, I feel like it's almost like everybody is an antagonist until they don't prove they're an antagonist. And I don't know how much I believe the idea that like everyone is, cause she doesn't even call herself like obese. Like the way she's described in the, in the book is that like, she's like, she calls herself middle fat, which I assume is like size 18 to 20, like eight, like right. 16 to like 22. So like somewhere around like my body type, maybe a little bit bigger. And I'm yeah. like, no one has ever called, even though I know that I am technically overweight, nobody has ever called me fat in my life. Like, right. <laughs> this is not the people, like people who look like me, who are oh, clearly like kind of overweight, but only in certain areas, don't get fat shamed. Like, it's really more like people who like are obviously like, you know, like, a little bit bigger than everybody else like they have to wear like larger clothes or whatever so it's just kind of like I don't know how much I believe that you who are like 
kind of described as like a size 18 to 20 is really out here being fat shamed like that all but like I can't base my own experience off for everybody else's that's a gross generalization but I don't know I just feel like it's a little like it goes a little too hard on the idea that like oh you're fat and nobody loves you girl like the curves are in like you know what I'm yeah saying? i guess it really depends how you like carry the fat yeah well because technically if i put my weight out there i'm also pushing on obese mm-hmm. but i guess i mostly carried in my thighs my butt and a little bit in my stomach but i can always hide my stomach with good clothes and posing so i mean i was called fat younger mm-hmm. um so i don't thinking and there's a lot of people say oh you're fat and you're unhealthy like they always say that to Lizzo mm-hmm. um I know a couple other I want to say Melissa McCarthy yeah they did that to her a lot too mm-hmm. yeah even though so you're thinking you're fat and unlovable but and they a lot of people point out okay there's a lot of fat guys but no one says you're fat and unhealthy you're gonna die yeah exactly so is it because you know with like fat guys they just either a they probably just roll with the punches and just make fat jokes and probably that's why right but or is it because like difference where it's like okay they're not really society standard but yet they're able to get money fame Mm -hmm. because i know lizzo hit um hit up chris evans when she was drunk and got a response back and then she was flirting with Harry Styles Mm -hmm. so just thinking okay here she is like someone that's supposed to be unworthy of love getting guys of value so when I was going to hypergony world said oh you need to be fit a certain standard and go certain high quality circles to get certain high quality guys and someone that doesn't fit that I guess that narrative or that idea they come in get like a handsome guy and it's like okay whatever this guy's a chubby chaser there's something wrong with them or something something thinking no this guy's normal just people are complicated right and they have like you know like beauty again is like in the eye of your beholder and a lot of the times like what we find attractive is what we're surrounded by obviously like when we were nurtured as children so like I I consider myself like a lover of like a lot of different body types because like my brothers like my brothers are two totally different body types and my dad is all like a totally different body type so like I'm over here like dad bod skinny dudes butt (laughs) dudes I love them all (laughs) yeah same thing like short guys slow guys like I didn't like guys with beards but then I'm dating someone with a beard and I'm thinking you look better with a beard because he looks so weird without it right and like I think at the same time like people always put emphasis on the fact that men are visual creatures like and so like they'll shit on women like who are like thick or like a little like or like fat essentially or whatever but it's like you and they'll be like a size like in women's they'll be like a size like 26 or or whatever but you got something to say about how I look how that work friend what? exactly so the idea of well because probably need to do a whole episode on like hypergamy and high level mm-hmm. dating where it's like okay men are visual creatures so i'm supposed to just bring my looks to the table right. and then guys just bring their wallets to the table i'm just thinking your health matters too thinking right. an eight because like kevin's saying like oh if you're over the age of third of 27 you're in that danger zone i'm just thinking not true i'm black like nobody knows how old i am first of all anyway second of all (laughs) 
And it's also creepy that you want to date someone young. Right. Like nobody is like really, but that's a whole other tangent. Nobody is talking about how men constantly are trying to go after like, like women that could be their children or like women like like, like that just look a certain way. God, that's a whole other like just how society is fucked up episode later. But like, yes, I think one to watch is a good it's it's really interesting because it like takes snippets of like Twitter conversations and like production like interviews as well as like actual like dialogue. So it's really interesting. It's never boring. So I would say it's about a four out of five. I just think that like some parts of it are a little kind of like over like emphasize and I don't know how much I believe that like you know this many people are this concerned about your weight you know even though I know like that's how it appears online I don't know that I believe that like yeah and if you are concerned about someone's weight just kind of like shaming them shame doesn't really help anyone I'm like thinking I'm gonna shame you for your bad no one's thinking wow I felt ashamed today I'm gonna change my way and thinking no there's different ways you can go about if you you truly are concerned about just or you're just trying to be an ass right yeah like Cersei Lannister shame walk that didn't help her at all (laughs) (laughs) we're not even gonna go into that okay moving on hobbies that we did during hiatus well i actually did some card making which i'm actually really proud of so my uh partner Farisium rip his birthday so i decided to experiment with 3d cards so when you open them like things come up uh so i decided to do resident evil because he told me he loves nemesis from resident evil and then he also was resident evil village he says probably the best series so i'm thinking who's the most popular character from resident evil village um vampire mommy vampire mommy lady d so i got a picture of her a zombie cake and nemesis so i worked my butt off with it i mean it's a little bit on the lopsided but i'm thinking who's really looking at it so i was really proud of that card putting some work in it got the umbrella shit the logo so Mm -hmm. i actually put that on my instagram and my snapchat and my facebook so yes look at my wonderful art so if i'm gonna go more experiment with different techniques with card making yes you could check that out on at lady underscore blurred 94 yeah look at her awesome artwork um hobbies i've gotten into um voice acting so i've recently been interested in voice acting i've been taking classes on it because as you can all tell the seven of you who listen to this podcast (laughs) i i like to do like wacky ass voices all the time and so i was like i could make some side money off of this (laughs) and so I said let me train my voice up a little bit and see if I can't you know monetize the hell out of this uh (laughs) little weird skill that I like to do with my life (laughs) um voices different accents it's crazy exactly so Belmars and I are actually kind of both pretty good at that so but I was like I'm gonna do some classes so I've been doing that that's been really fun I've been trying to like read when I read my books I read them out loud in different voices like (laughs) if you ever if anybody ever listened to my recordings they'd be like this girl is on crack 
<laughs> crack, on, is crack come. what you're doing? Cocaine? Is heroin? Heroin? <laughs> Are you smoking weed, ma'am? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that's what I've been doing. Also, I've been doing online dating. Um, mm-hmm. And that's been pretty interesting. I went on a date this morning. Um, if you're listening, hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I went on a date this morning, so that's been kind of fun. Um, don't know if I should reveal this if he listens to this, but it's too late now. I might as well just go full on. I'm kind of trying to do a hoe face. So like... <laughs> whoops uh so it's been kind of fun like getting to talk to a whole bunch of different people now that i have my vaccine shots that's another reason you should get your vaccines kids so that you can be a hoe again yes yes you can go back being hoeing that's one less disease you need to worry about exactly but also make sure that they have a vaccination card as well as a recent std uh clean bill of health report uh-huh yay and other um, forms of protection, female condom, and other IUDs and other stuff, or or dental dams. Yes. Because I guess you need to be inclusive of whose genitals you go down on. Exactly. Stay safe out there, kids. Um, but moving on to our uh, issues we've had to solve because we're a badass bitches. Uh, but Mars, I'll let you go first. Yeah, so for me, I'm doing 100% remote work. Like, um, I have no idea what my coworkers look like. Uh, They only can hear by my voice and they just see like an icon. So I'm just trying to slowly introduce myself to my coworkers thinking, hello, I'm from this part of the country. Uh, I feel sorry for my coworkers in the Philippines and Canada that have to work tomorrow on Memorial Day. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking, good luck. I'm rooting for you. My boss thinking, do you want to work for Memorial Day? No, <laughs> don't ask me that. <laughs> so I'm thinking, no, 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 And also I'm trying to do slow, um, doing more steps to probably do like a more solid career. Because right now I'm actually interested in safety. And I guess sometimes siblings do know, know yourself better than your parents that my sister Stewie kind of introduced myself to like, just do industrial hygiene, get paid 70K a year to tell people to wear a hard hat. I mean, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but I'm actually doing more steps and getting towards the goal. So finishing up my certs at a community college because I already have my bachelor's taking the exam in July 30th, like the last in two months. So good luck. It's pass fail compared to the other stuff. And then probably start my master's next year, mm-hmm. next fall, hopefully. If not, probably just work on my work experience. Yes. Merca jobs. So <laughs> hopefully go, since it's a temp job I'm working now, I'm trying to work towards something more solid, mm-hmm. more on ground, either government work or big company or big name company work. Mm-hmm. Indubitably. So, like Exxon again, that was actually pretty good. Like, <laughs> sell out to oil money. <laughs> oil money. Although we don't know how much longer that's gonna last because you know, renewable resources for the win. Uh, uh healthcare, bet on sick people. <laughs> yes, bet on sickness, because we have a terrible healthcare system. Yes, but down with capitalism, I'm open to burning capitalism, but also I need to get money and shit. So that's I'm right. This. Burn it to the ground, but after you give me my paycheck. <laughs> yeah. 
So Nikki Alley, what are you working on? But you saw, but because you're such a badass, you're trying to pull through. I just want to tell all the people out there, like if you have someone at your workplace who's not doing their fucking job, report that <laughs> sh- that bitch, okay? Like I did during hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> It also helps that everyone else in my uh, in my uh, department doesn't like him. <laughs> uh, so, yes, but I do want to give like I do want to give advice to people. Um, I have had to deal with like someone who essentially has been a really like negative force in my workplace. I won't go into too much detail um, because, you know, even though I fucking hate this asshole, like there's still, you know. It would take too long and also privacy, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm talking myself out of revealing the whole story. No, don't reveal the whole story. But essentially, like, I want to just let everybody know, like, please don't like if there's something going on where someone is literally prohibiting you from doing your work, do not sit there and take it. Like if someone is like preventing you from doing your job, if you have to like take on extra work because this person is not doing what they're supposed to do report them like let your supervisor know like and if your supervisor doesn't do shit let hr know and if hr doesn't do shit fucking leave <laughs> like <laughs> the document everything yeah like leave the job i know like that we're in a terrible situation as far as jobs go like people are having a hard time but you should not like stay in a place that essentially like pile shit onto your back and then says what are you complaining about what do you mean your back hurts? I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, don't, don't like subject yourself to that sort of thing. Like speak up and say something for yourself. And I know it takes like a really long time to be able to do that because like I have been in, in not once one situation, but this is now the third time that I've dealt with somebody in three separate jobs that has literally tried to sabotage me from doing my work, whether it's like yeah. been tattletailing on me, like following me around to make sure I'm doing my job or this man who literally will not do his fucking job. Like it's literally outlined in his description. And he said, red pin edit. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you. I don't want to do any of that. Um, So you know what? Like just, like that's my advice to everyone like please like because if you don't you will burn out and like what are you gonna do like from there except take a hiatus or leave like so you gotta do what's best for your mental health please 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 understand I know a paycheck is important but a paycheck is not more important than your health right like and mental health is just as important as physical health physical as well health, yes because your mental health will eventually affect your physical health like i need y'all to understand that you can be so stressed that you can make yourself sick like yes. that's the thing and that can happen and it weakens your immune system look it up web md it but anyway like yes please 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 um for some more light-hearted things bell mars what podcast have you been listening to Okay, so one of which is my classic, the last podcast on the left. It's actually one that got me more into true crime. I mean, they do joke around about a lot of shit, but I guess when things get serious, like when they cover the children of God, where it's like 
the molestation of children sometimes we meet seldom but most of the time like since we travel to orlando i guess we can probably do our travelings later in the segment yes. but uh we thought be on a three-hour trip i'm thinking i'll just do a podcast so last podcast in the last i listened to Alcatraz, people explaining that, the Burbank of Alcatraz, history of Alcatraz. And then another one is You're Wrong About when I listened to about Princess Diana. And because I only didn't know much about her. Yeah. All I know is that she was Harry and William's mama and that she's mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful and stunning and, and she's just like a timeless beauty. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I learned about her upbringing, kind of like her father came from noble blood but he didn't have any money his mom came her mom came from money but didn't have any noble blood and how like sad her whole childhood was because her parents always wanted a boy because you think you just birth a boy it'll be fine so then when they got a daughter got another daughter tried for a child miscarried they got another child ended up being diana like they didn't know what to name her so she went without a name for almost two weeks and then they then they had a son they named him charles uh, and then she also marries uh prince charles later down the line <laughs> weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so she and her little brother are actually pretty close because you know they send the child away from boarding school and their parents got divorced at a young age where um and anytime like growing up where they would just eat she was just mostly just ate with other people like had the sandwiches and ate with the servants Mm -hmm. so and her father like uh fucking buys them like huge birthdays with 200 people with camels like look honey a camel just thinking can i just have a fucking hug that's (laughs) all i want spend time with you parenting one-on-one instead of buying your kid a camel hug them (laughs) and then they fought for custody of the kids and then after they fought for thinking okay he has noble blood so you go to your dad the dad got custody of um, him and his sister and then she was sent to boarding school in like sweden okay sweden and she was pretty good but one thing she's good at was her empathy because she anytime she goes around people she connect with people like at play all throughout her life like she was empathetic with like people with AIDS and Mm -hmm. different diseases and different causes and she was just really popular with people and I think she first met Charles when she was like five and he was like 17 or 18 oh yeah get it look at that creepy ass age difference but that's not what that's not true meaning it's more like he's pop over but she lived around royal circles so she already know like all the stupid royal I guess uh, things like oh you need to eat with this fucking fork or you need to bow on this certain thing like stupid fucking rules like that so the average person coming in like you and I Nikki Alley would come in and thinking oh you didn't change your outfit for the mid-afternoon lunch bruncheon listen we would we would be like <laughs> we would get kicked out so like quick that be like girl the fuck no what do you what do I look like I'm a bank like what I, I, mean, like, yeah, I don't have that much outfits and right. so and then I think they met because they got married when Diana's like 19 he's like 32 but he was actually in love with Camilla but Camilla already got married so he's thinking you know what? I just married someone young and dumb because they say okay you have to marry a virgin so fucking weird ass <laughs> fucking British people and their and royal blood but i think the rules changed wow that rule changed out of all the fucking i spit on my mic damn it out of all the fucking rules oh wait i spit on my noble blood and must be a virgin if you want to marry the heir to the throne 
he's not even a fucking cute like just <laughs> jesus christ um and they practically like saved his ass from one how the british media because i think he also like uh kissed carmel like in the middle of the floor when they're like dancing and thinking okay let's just cover this shit up i'm just thinking y'all jumped through hoops to carry charles's cheating ass but it won't do it for Meghan Markle. But it's also creepy because they see a lot of the parallels between Meghan Markle and Princess Diana. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're racist. They haven't changed like in so many, many, yeah. many years. Yeah. And like near her death, they actually did talk about how racist British people are because I think Diana also was dating like this Pakistani dude. Uh-huh. and they said oh we don't like that because they're a racist like and they say oh they hate me because they're racist i mean you're not wrong <laughs> i mean where's the lie <laughs> yeah i'm just saying like a hello center of all racism right there the birth of america learned almost everything and then we got even worse and the germans learned from us and then we learned from the germans again it's a whole thing it's a whole thing like we're a fucked up family <laughs> And it also talks about the conspiracy theories or like why the royal crown couldn't have killed Diana. One, they suck ass. Like they can't even like heat up all their fucking castles and modernize it. So two, uh, actually Prince Charles and Diana, like as soon as they divorced, they kind of like had a friendship, kind of like a strange pseudo friendship. Like, okay, we're bought, we're friends over our failed marriage. And then we also have two kids out of it. Well, parenting. And three, they also mentioned that is the difference in how like the British, well, the French people take care of accident victims and how Americans take care of it. Whereas like, I think in North America, if someone's uh, in an accident, you just pick them up, throw them in the ambulance and let's just go. Versus France, okay, which is stay here, slowly move them on, make sure we don't bump for bruises or anything and take them to the hospital. Because either way, um, she wouldn't be safe, which is kind of a sad occurrence. And that generally most biographies about her either too nice or too mean, as in too nice, like they don't challenge her. Like she pushed her stepmom down the fucking stairs and she was a grown ass woman at this time. And she pushed her like, 50 60 year old step mom down the stairs did she deserve it i'm just kidding because <laughs> <laughs> she felt that she was stealing her dad away but versus your dad's just an asshole and also it's too nice thinking how dare princess diana enjoy sex thinking and talk about she's horrible for having an all week a sex weekend with this man who's her boyfriend thinking, i would love to have a sex weekend what do you mean like yes, that actually sounds like a great way to spend a weekend. That sounds like I a great a way to weekends like that. Get so. it? Like feed me and then fuck me, and that sounds like amazing. <laughs> like what? And there's this one less. Um, and Princess Diana was very paranoid that she would die by a car accident. So, and she wrote on a left, like I will die by car accident. It was clear out a path to marry. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of those to marry like the nanny. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Prince Charles was with because you know it's I guess very common in high aristocratic British societies where a man will remarry the nanny of his kids and the nanny is usually like a young woman why wait hold on is this where the all the fucking nanny like 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 bullshit like like 
stories come from the 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 british is that yeah is that like the british too? like yeah british society like generally they had like women coming in young ladies like probably our age or younger right who come in wash the kids and the father's single will probably get like marry the nanny uh, it's very common in aristocratic like british what society the fuck? <laughs> that's so saying that that would happen but i mean she wasn't wrong. He didn't marry the Mary. He remarried, Car- well, he married Carmilla when she was single again. And in my opinion, Princess Diana looks way hotter than Princess Carmilla. I believe it as well. Um, that's okay. I'm just trying to get over the fact that like the British is the center of racism and this fucking like nanny trope. <laughs> like, well, there's the also uh, you know, hierarchy. Like the British, uh, the average British person probably won't care, but then you know, British aristocratic society is like an on another bullshit level on itself. Just, but okay, you know what? Fine. I guess they said it's easier for like this unmarried, this now widowed single man to just marry the nanny because she already has a relationship with his kid. So why the fuck not? Like, just I, yeah, I guess I, get I, it. I can't get with British royal society anyway. And I guess being a descendant of one of the colonies, the colonies, uh, uh yeah. Aren't we almost all of us a descendant of one of the fucking colonies? <laughs> and I think it's a lot of bullshit. So surprisingly, Princess Diana was able to manage it for long until they she just like they got divorced and she stepped down for a royal role. And technically, the British fought for the right. Like, fine then, you can't use the phrase princess in front of your name. It's just Diana, Princess of Wales. Like, okay, then cool. I don't give a fuck. Can I still use the royal gem? Okay, you could, but you can't call yourself Princess Diana. It's just Diana comma princess of wales but princess is still in my fucking title so what yeah, the fuck does it matter yeah but you can't yeah but the british bull yes the british bullshit you can't call yourself princess diana it's just diana comma princess of wales it's it's bullshit they fought over fucking titles over the divorce thinking okay as long as it gets to ro- use the royal gym i don't care and then the media was honor and and technically they only cared so much it's more so how you can turn like an image into a story so if you get her like angry because i remember she like took harry and william to see something like jurassic park and she's like you guys go rape something else and then they took the picture and said oh she's thrashing around like the jurassic park lady like a t-rex lol so and i guess the other one i guess on a lighter sign is taste buds Mm-hmm. Uh, with Sal Volcano and I forgot what his friend's name and pulled that up on his Spotify where they kind of like hardcore argue about oh and his friend Joe De, La Ro- Joe De Rosa and they just fought about food like they take two opposing foods so one episode I watched was like what's the best uh, class, uh, classic uh, ice cream flavor uh-huh. chocolate or vanilla vanilla so (laughs) he said vanilla is a bad flavor because you always have to add something to it like oh you have to add nuts he said it's like vanilla ice cream is like the melania trump of ice creams and is a hobo flavor compare vanilla ice cream to melania trump yeah he said it's just it's bland and it only looks hot next to something else he said first of all fuck you melania trump's the first lady of the united states was the first lady and first of all vanilla elevates every flavor it raised me up it doesn't matter like chocolate but you can't do that with chocolate ice cream i have to agree like i'm a chocolate 
alcoholic. Like exactly. any other flavor of chocolate, I'm good with. Chocolate Anything pudding, yes. chocolate mousse. Of course. Candy. Yes. Chocolate ice cream. No. You can do so much before you ruin it because you can do different like notes ended up. Yeah, vanilla ice cream won that episode. So mm-hmm. they argue over different things like iced tea versus lemonade. I'm iced tea. I'm lemonade. or fries versus onion rings but when i saw the preview for the onion rings versus fries they almost like almost wanted to slick so i was like you know i actually like onion rings i also like fries too wait we should be on the other side i mean for me uh i haven't tasted a bad onion ring but there have been some bad fries yes it has to be fried properly so we might probably do uh many taste buds and two food but yeah iced tea all the way lemonade i don't know why listen I'm pretty sure the Arnold Palmer was created because Arnold Palmer got a shitty version of iced tea. And he said, let me sweeten this up with actual lemonade. Ergo. That's the thing with lemonade. I mean, you can have different notes of iced tea, though. I mean, you can have it with sugar or unsweet. I mean, you can't taste a good diet lemonade. There's no diet tea. You can have iced tea. You can even drink it hot. And there's like peach iced tea. Um, you can have raspberry iced tea, sun iced tea. You can drink. Yeah, you can have all those, like, uh, all those with lemonade. Like, what are you arguing? You can have. Yeah, but lemonade. you have to add like crap loads of sugar to lemonade for it to taste good. Let you me, let me, and let me ask you this: When you go to a restaurant, how many different flavors of iced tea do they offer you? Now think on it: How many different flavors of lemonade do they offer you? There's your answer. <laughs> Yeah, there's at least two flavors of lemonade of iced tea. Oh, Not wait, no Freudian slip. It's like, no, I'm gonna throw fucking lemons at you. So please, I guess if you have an opinion, iced tea or lemonade, I'm team iced tea because you can customize it. I mean, yes, and I think the almond problem is later because you know we need something good to balance out lemonade because it can be Wrong. extreme in your face. Wrong, incorrect. He got some shitty iced tea because you know that if shitty you go lemonade. to some, I had some shitty lemonade though barely hardly most yes, of the time you need a good amount of balance like do you want a sweet lemonade or you want a tangy lemonade there everybody knows that the best lemonade is sweet and tangy and most people can do that a lot of people will give you shitty unsweetened tea or they'll call it sweet tea and it'll be awful and you have to sweeten it yourself and then it's not the same because yes, the sugar, sugar doesn't dissolve and tea i mean wherever it's so Taste Buds a good comedy podcast. You can see these guys. And they also talk about their experience and the fast food, like Sal Volcano's going on about this lady that he, the only time he's been in someone's food. He said he doesn't do it because it's gross. But this lady, he worked at a sandwich shop and he, and every time she asked for a sandwich that costs $4.95, she'll pay him that exactly. So the next time she gave him like a manila envelope and she's like, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't tip you much in these last couple of visits, but here, I got something for you and a little for yourself. And he said this manila folder weighed like three pounds Mm -hmm. and then he took it out and ended up with 500 pennies. And she only tipped him five cents. <laughs> so he was pissed off. Did she, I would too if I was in that situation. Literally, my mom has the same kind of story. Like she used to work at, um, when she was like real young, like back in the small ass town that my parents are from. She used to work at, um, the fuck is that place called where they skate around? 
like a skate park or no, like no, 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 Sonic? No. Or- Sonic. Yeah, she used to work at a Sonic. And a man would come and order like something that cost $2. No, it would cost a dollar 98 something like that and like he would always be like here's a tip and give them two pennies from the two dollars <laughs> that he had like the two penny chains he'd be like keep the change one day one of her friends that worked with her like at the sonic this man gave her them two pennies as a tip and she literally took the two pennies and threw it in that motherfucker's face <laughs> and i said lol why did they just ask me if I was playing music? No. Zoom, I'm not playing music. Yeah, so they also have other episodes like burgers versus tacos, apple juice versus orange juice, Snickers versus Kit Kat, uh, cheese steak versus chicken parm, french fries versus onion okay. rings, and uh, buffalo wings versus mozzarella, or uh, let's see, cookie, ice cream versus cookies. That's difficult. It's so hard. Like, how am I supposed to pick between because you can put cookies and ice cream like yeah because he's his arguments for cookies the girl scouts the goddamn girl scouts cookies help girls become independent ice cream that's funny and good <laughs> yeah so i love salva camp from his work from Impractical jokers about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other and I guess since they've been friends for so long, they don't have to get it on each other's skin. So, yeah. and him, and each of them still do their own work for comedy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is where we want to be one day. We, we already <laughs> have the getting each other under each other's skin part down. Like, this is not the first time we've argued this week. <laughs> this is the second time we've argued this week about something. The last time we were playing a game, though, and she still argued with me after I'd already won. And I was like, it doesn't matter, Belmars. I got the point. It just doesn't matter. I mean, I guess for those that are listening, we played this game, this wonderful, funny game called Super Fight. Mm hmm. Yes. And what you take these people, like, let's say your mom or Donald Trump, and then you give them each attributes and they have to make your case to the judge. And it's usually another player and whoever went, uh, has a, a better compelling case, the, it's the judge would choose and win. And we're still arguing from this day where I had a super character with Donald Trump with a uh, super character by with crocodile hunter mm-hmm. uh the terminator robin hood and, and a spider uh, and a spider mm-hmm. all combined with a super mind and i'm just thinking all of those together can work together and then he she just had like a fucking zombie i had a zombie a smart zombie who could read minds yeah reading minds doesn't mean you can control minds it doesn't matter. I have a zombie horde. We're not arguing about this again. I won. <laughs> okay. Your so, brother gave me the point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because he likes to use the Ninja Turtle uh, argument. Splinter said, anytime you face someone in a machine, you need to fight the person in the machine, not the machine. Exactly. And I guess at the end of the day, it's still Donald Trump with the Terminator everything. That's right. It's still a terrible person inside awesome armor. <laughs> Ergo, smart zombie win. 
And I think that brings us to traveling. I mean, with the quarantine lifting up in many parts of the U.S., and I think it also in some countries that would accept U.S., we decided to take advantage of it last week. Mm-hmm. We went on a family trip, except I was the only one who wasn't blood related to anybody, but it doesn't <laughs> matter because I've been a part of this family for yeah i mean you met my sister my brother and i guess also uh my sister's situationship with uh munchie's dad mm-hmm. yes it was a interesting time yeah so she knows i'm not exaggerating when stewie and uh mr b fight yep uh she's not that was that was an interesting part of the trip but it was fun we went to orlando yeah we stayed at a wonderful resort resort uh by Airbnb, mm-hmm. uh, Vista K. We also went to Orlando uh, Universal Orlando Studios and had a blast. Yes. Um, what was your favorite ride, Belmars? Well, when we went to Island Adventure, I mean, we're going to be joking about that when we got wet on that Popeye ride. Oh I God. probably didn't put the name of the ride. So I'm thinking it says you will get soaking wet. And I'm thinking, okay, ha, 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 a little bit of splash. It's fine. So all the signs, know. there were at least three signs that said you will get wet. And we were like, it'll be okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> and then we walked out of there and we looked like a drowned cat. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Popeye and Bluto's Blige Rat Barges. Yes. So basically, we were in an inner tube and all of our items stayed dry, but we did not. Uh, yeah, it's the only ride that says take off your mask after you're done. I'm thinking, okay. Yeah, exactly. The only ride that said you don't have to wear a mask. And we were like, why would they say that? And then we figured it out when they dumped 10 pounds of water on top of us. And we were like, oh. <laughs> and we like got splashed through and it was definitely a long ride. We had so next time after probably that like ride. wear undershirts and wear something light or like a bathing suit afterwards so after that my sister stewie thinking we're banned from wet rides and then my uh my munchies. niece munchies like again again <laughs> and we were like no we just paid ten dollars to dry off <laughs> i mean i also wanted to go on the jurassic park ride because i'm also a huge fan of like jurassic park mm-hmm. um but there was two the velociraptor which recently opened up and there's another one where you go on a it's like kind of like a wet uh, log ride Mm -hmm. and you're supposed to get like a uh, fucking t-rex jump out at you we did not get to go on that which i'm so sad that she did not get to go because i was like oh belmars is really looking forward to the velociraptor (laughs) and the t-rex and then we went to universal studios which has a lot more indoor coasters Mm -hmm. Um, I get to live out my indoor Harry Potter fantasies too, Mm -hmm. thinking, well, avoiding my feelings towards J.K. Rowling, but I do love the series. Uh, A Hufflepuff got me some merch. Hufflepuff for life. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. So we got like wands, drank some butterbeer. It's delicious. Should have got some more stuff. But Universal Studios, when we went to Diagon Alley, we get to see the giant fucking dinosaur, not dinosaur, but a dragon on Tiger Green. She really wanted to go on the Velociraptor ride, guys. She's really on dinosaurs. It's just why she called the dragon a dinosaur. (laughs) Yes. 
<laughs> I spared no expense. So I made a couple of that jokes. I got like at least two Jurassic Park shirts. Mm -hmm. So yes, yeah, spared no expense because the technological, but yes, one of my favorite movies besides Men in Black mm -hmm. and The Simpsons. So of course I felt like a kid in a candy store. Uh, saw The Simpsons, which I enjoy the comedy of that ride. Mm -hmm. That was so the ride itself was not that impressive but the visuals were funny what <laughs> it was funny i'll give it that and it was a creative way to do it do a ride like essentially you watched a video like you went in a thing you watched a video and then you went in another room where you just like sat in that room for the whole time but the hydraulics were like burr, 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 burr. Yes. it almost made us late for our flight because we flew southwest and we supposed to book it but then the whole rides happened but <laughs> i mean and the simpsons also built up my brand of comedy too so i enjoy that yes it was all in all it's a good time my favorite ride was not bluto's blige races for rats. i mean that's for island adventure um endo one of the things probably the mummy Oh yeah, the mummy was good. Um, even though I couldn't see shit. Um, but like for on the Isle of Adventure side, my favorite ride was probably well, let me think about it. Let me think about it. Did I like no we did we did the Harry Potter one when right, we, we did Harry Potter. the that Quidditch one? run. And that was, that was definitely like because I just got motion sickness. Oh no. The um, coaster. I mean, the indoor coasters are right, but you need to prepare your eyes. Warning. I felt bad because my brother situation said, well, Munchie's dad couldn't go on it. He couldn't, so, and so. I was sad for him. I was like, no. Um, but let me see. What was my favorite? I don't know. What was the ride we did before we got wet? Uh, let's see. Oh no, I know. The the Incredible Hulk ride yes that was actually a pretty good coaster and i guess also if you guys want to go for universal get fast passes because we didn't know at the time you have to buy it when you buy your ticket yes. we thought okay we can buy it later yeah but, no you know. it's a lot of fucking money but <laughs> it's worth it because like those lines are at least the shortest line we were in was probably men in black because that was only 20 minutes Actually, it was, I think it was an like ET, was like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, ET. I forgot about ET. Mostly because of the PTSD when they almost squirted water at us. And we were like, no, no. <laughs> and it just stopped. Okay, we didn't get like squirted on and at ET's own planet. I know. I was like, please don't do it. Um, but yes, my favorite ride on Isles of Adventure was uh, the Hulks because it literally shot you out. And it was like, yes, yes. Also, it's probably because it was like the first coaster I'd went on after quarantine. So that yeah. probably was like helping but like it was a that was a good time um and then my favorite coaster on the orlando side was probably uh also the, the mummy oh yeah the mummy pretty oh, good for an indoor coaster because that was inspected because i didn't expect because i thought we'd be dropped straight down thinking oh fuck if we can get dropped straight down and we scream like a motherfucker but you still did though don't 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 think that yeah, yeah i was that. screaming so like holy she, shit holy shit she said that at least like five times <laughs> and then the, the music coaster went straight up because oh. i think when my munchie and her dad saw that they're like oh hell nah because it goes straight up and then it goes down munchie and munchie's daddy like did not go on the hulk coaster with us or the 65 mile per hour coaster they said that's okay no there's a picture like floating around in orlando's like base of me like just like this like looking like i'm dead when we <laughs> went around a corner like i passed out in the seat <laughs> 
because I had my eyes closed. I was like, it was great. It was a great time. But um, yeah, those are the coasters were fun. Um, but yeah, the mummy. I feel like I would have been more scared of the mummy if I had put my contacts in. So kids, if you wear glasses, like I don't know what to tell you. Like you're not gonna be able to see shit. Like. Yeah, like half of us that went because it's like six of us wore glasses. Like my sister Stewie wears glasses. Um, uh, Munchie's dad wears glasses. And of course, Nikki Alley wears glasses. So they like take it off like fast coaster. And we actually got fast single use fast pass because funny thing when we went to Gringotts Bank, we waited in line because it's like a 75 minute wait. Mm-hmm. We got in there, we're all excited, our feet were dangling, and then like uh Voldemort is like based on the Deathly Hollows part two when mm-hmm. they're sneaking into the vault to get into Bella Strange and thinking the lights went off, thinking, oh, Voldemort's fucking with the ride. Who goes into reality? Like, no, technical difficulties will continue on, thinking, oh. And they did that, they proceeded to do that at least two more times. And <laughs> like the dudes that sat in front of us were not having it like and munchie threatened to sue children like she that 11 year old was hot baby she said i want a free t-shirt and i said no demand more munchie (laughs) you deserve fast passes and fast passes they gave us Yes, they got it. Single use fast passes. So we were excited because uh, my sister Stewie had to leave for school that night. So we're thinking, sweet, get to use single use. And then we wanted to go, and we had two more left. So we had to do rock, paper, scissors and thinking we don't want to get separated. And then a corner eye, we saw a golden ticket, Willy Wonka style of another single use fast pass. So all three of us went, but Munchie's like, it kind of feels awkward without her. I'm thinking, Aw. oh, without me? Yeah, because it was just the three of us. We were just skipping along, skipping the ride, the very thing, thinking fucking sweet. <laughs> it's okay one of us would have had to wait in line so it was better yeah, and then we have to like put up our things and we have to pay like two dollars so if you have like a big bag because i was smart <laughs> and brought a backpack which kind of helped us out a lot and i also carry like uh souvenir cups but so please people buy the souvenir cups so you can always get free refills yes they're a little expensive but like if you're gonna walk around that park all day you need it like because it's hot yeah, it's like $12, so, and my sister, Stewie Bob, for all of us, but yeah, if you want, like, free refills, especially if you don't bring your own water, good to get the souvenir cups. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all in all, it was a fun family vacation. Good nice time. Going to a theme park, because, uh, you know, growing up, we didn't really do much, like, theme park trips. It's more like, okay, here's a few siblings, and just don't bother me, so I guess us siblings got as adults also passing it down to my niece who went to Disney World more than I have. I'm thinking, damn, he's done my game. So if I do do Disney World, probably plan for like the off season, like in September or something. Yep, you definitely have to. I, the only time I've ever been to Disney World is when Disney World was not that popping. At the turn of the century, 2000, I was six years old. Um, and I got those glasses. I probably still have them somewhere. <laughs> and I got to see the parades and the girl had fast passes and they had four day passes. And I got to do everything because again, Disney wasn't popping like that in 2000. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's 2021 y'all. You got to get the fast passes. If you want to go to any of these theme parks. 
Yeah, so definitely would go back to Orlando. Would I ever move there? Probably not for a long term, maybe like a year or two if I do like grad school or a work assignment. So have like people visiting me like thinking, okay, I'll give you the Florida discount. <laughs> I would do real estate in Florida. <laughs> I would buy property and like rent it out because hell yeah. Do you know how much money I would make during a, just a one summer? Yeah, or even like fucking spring break. Exactly so much dough anyway but yes that is what we did during our hiatus um if you want to know more about like what we did during hiatus check out our uh the fuck am i trying to say social media (laughs) (laughs) belmars tell them there's okay you can check me out on instagram at lady underscore blurred 94 on Instagram and on the Snapchat where I occasionally post, you can do it at uh, Belinda Mars 2545. Yes. And you can also find me on the Twitters and the Instagram. I am at Nikki Alley Muse on both. If I'm not, I'm at Nikki Alley G. Sorry, I can't think. Again, I'm an old lady. It's like 1038 <laughs> at night. We're still recovering from jet lag and all that fucking walking we did in Florida. Yeah, fucking a lot of walking. Did like over like seven miles walking. I mean, I also game weight because we ate like shit, but still the food was good. I don't even... I. I typically, for some reason, I think I lose weight on every vacation I have because like, I so I swear to God, when we went to New Orleans, I'm pretty sure I lost weight because I had like traveler stomach like the first day. And so like I threw up and that was it. Sorry, that was too much information for everybody. But like, like I like only eat like one meal a day, like <laughs> fucking crazy. But except that last day we had Burgushi and what else did we yeah, have? I- uh, I think cowfish was the Cow- restaurant. Cowfish. That was interesting. Yeah, it's like a fusion between, I guess, burgers and sushi. Burgers and sushi. And I also have fusion like surf with like filet mignon with lobster rolls. It was really good. It was really good. Um, but- and like deconstructed cheesecake. Yeah, that was cute. We liked that as well. So it was a good time. So like, yes, everybody who is going for the summer rust, enjoy yourselves, wear your mask, uh, get your vaccines so that you maybe get to wear your la- mask less. Don't trip though. Like, don't think you cannot bring a mask to Orlando. Those people are not playing with y'all. When you are in like, like gated areas, especially in like Harry Potter land. So, okay. They're like, wear your mask, sir. <laughs> exactly. Wear your mask, pull it up. That's right. They don't play in those lines. Don't think you could take it off on the ride either. You are going to have to scream muffled through your mask. Unless it's a wet ride, then that's the only excuse. That's the only excuse they have because they're like, don't get your mask wet. But everywhere else, you better wear that fucking mask and you're going to like it. Okay. Still federal law at airports are traveling by air. Stay mm-hmm. safe because I know this episode released during Memorial Day. And I know a lot of people are traveling towards beaches and shit. That's right. So keep yourselves and each other safe. Um, And then we'll see you next week where we'll get back to our regularly scheduled program of complaining about this country and all of its problems. Good night. Maybe something new. Maybe something new. Yes. (laughs) Yay. Goodbye. Bye. Take care of yourselves. Exactly.